Hi, and welcome to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads, and make more money. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Hernandez, and today we are going to be talking about the five things to look for in a PMU cosmetic tattoo trainer. When I started tattooing three years ago, there weren't a lot of trainers available to learn how to camouflage tattoo. And as the industry has grown, there are more and more trainers and educators that are popping up, not only in camouflage tattooing, but also brows, lip, blushing, you name it. And as the industry evolves, which is a great thing, There will be more and more options of trainers and educators that you can invest in to learn how to provide a new skill and or continue your education. And before I dive into this episode, I just want to let you know that I am an advocate for continuing education. Every year, I invest in about a handful of continuing educational courses to learn more techniques, tips, tricks. The beauty industry is ever-evolving, and so as an artist, it's always good to continue your education to see if you can learn anything new or to just simply keep up with the new techniques that are coming. And often the newer techniques are better for the client than what was available a few years ago. So when I first entered into camouflage tattooing, again, there weren't a lot of instructors. Actually, it took me a long time to even find someone in the U.S. who trained on camouflage tattooing. And I'm not going to mention her name because this episode isn't about them, but just more so the mistakes that I made as a new artist not knowing any better and some of the things that I want to share with you so that you don't make the same mistakes, but also that your investment, because any good education is going to cost something, and you want to be sure that your investment is worth what you're paying for. So I'm going to be covering five major things that I think anyone should consider before investing in a particular training course and or educator. The first being that you want to be sure that you see photos and reviews of their company. A lot of people are getting into the PMU tattoo industry, taking a course, and then immediately jumping into educating other people on what they just learned. The problem with that is that they haven't had enough time to really accumulate the experience in working their craft in order to train others on what they just learned. It takes time to not only build up your clientele, but it also takes time to really own in on your craft and learning how to apply what you just learned. And a lot of artists out there aren't necessarily applying what they learned. They're just jumping into training others because training can be very lucrative. So I would say the first thing in vetting out a trainer is to literally look up their website, their social media accounts, 
and looking at their transformations, their portfolio, their before and after photos. Now, if anything looks stock photography, which means that they just Googled an image and then they're using that to sell before and after photos, I think is a red flag. So anytime someone has a ton of stock photography instead of their own real before and after photos, I would say that's because they don't actually have a lot of experience in working with clients and being able to create before and after photos. I also think it's a red flag if someone only has a handful of before and after photos in their portfolio and they're beginning to train people right away, especially for what I do, which is camouflaging stretch marks and scars and areolas. I'm working with compromised skin, which reacts very differently than normal healthy skin on the body. And when you see other educators in the field that only have three, four, five before and afters on their website or on their Instagram account, and they're already jumping in to train others, I just think that's a red flag because that just tells me that you don't have enough experience working with compromised skin, let alone training others to work on compromised skin. You also want to look at the reviews online. I know a lot of students look up trainers and see that they have 50,000 followers. And yet when you look at their posts, the engagement is, you know, maybe 130 likes. That tells me right off that there's a little bit of that lack of integrity, what their business is portraying that they are versus what they actually have, one. And then two, when you look at people's reviews, do they have five-star reviews? Do they have four-star reviews? Or do they have a combination of two-star reviews and five-star reviews? Like what's their actual reputation? Because people who often leave reviews are people who have gotten the service done or have interacted and engaged with this particular artist. And so I would look up the reviews to make sure that everything's congruent, that they have X amount of followers and X amount of reviews online that are congruent with, okay, this this seems legitimate. It seems like their followers and engagement are in sync. It also looks like they have a presence online, that they have worked on X amount of clients. Otherwise, if they have zero reviews and five before and after photos, but 50,000 followers, do you see how that's kind of off? That feels off to me. And so I would definitely look up the reviews and just get a sense of who they are as a person. Are their reviews pretty consistent? Is the feedback pretty consistent? And does it jive with what you're looking for personality-wise in someone teaching you what it is that you want to know? Especially in camouflage tattooing, I always tell my students, and usually they can agree after being trained, is that online and on Instagram, this technique, camouflaging stretch marks, looks very, very easy, but there's a lot more technicalities that go on behind the scenes. And nine out of 10 times, students will tell me, wow, this is a lot more advanced than I thought it looked online. So that's why it's important to look into the background and history of your trainer. How long have they truly been in this industry doing what they do? What's the majority consensus of people's feedback in working with this client and actually getting serviced by them? There's a lot of stealing images and other people's work online and just slapping their logo on top of someone else's logo or watermark. 
And that happens all the time in this industry. And so as you're doing your own research on a particular artist, you may notice that there's a few of the same images floating around on the internet. And again, it's all about that consistency. I know personally, a lot of people still buy images and they will literally slap their logo on top of my logo. And I'll comment or report them on Instagram, which usually gets them to block me. It's something that I can't necessarily control because it's going to happen. But if you look at my website, you can see that I always take photos of my clients behind a black backdrop. And through all my photos, you can pretty much see the same consistent background. And if you see that on someone else's website, then you know that that was probably a stolen image. And so you just want to be really careful. Again, maybe hard in the beginning to figure out if someone's stolen their images or if they're truly their own images. And so that's why I think if you look at the photos and you look at the reviews and the engagement and their followers, all of those things consistently and congruent pretty much will lead you to a legitimate artist. Otherwise, if you start noticing the inconsistencies, those are some of the things that you might want to be aware of so that you can investigate further and kind of see are they legitimate or are they not. The other thing you want to look for in a trainer is, are they an expert in their field? So in the beauty industry, there are a lot of people who are trained and certified to do everything under the sun. I know some artists who not only do brows, they do lips, they also do paramedical tattoo, they do scalp marker pigmentation, they do body sculpting, you name it, they do it. And anytime I see someone who has a ton of certifications and kind of offers everything, so they're kind of like the cheesecake factory of the PMU world, I often think that there's no way that you can truly specialize and master a craft if you're the Jill of all trades. The longer you're in an industry, the more skills you'll naturally acquire. So with that being said, you can't acquire in-depth knowledge and skills when you're spread too thin and offered too many services. From my experience, we as humans, we're just not highly efficient when we're multitasking. But when we put 100% of our focus into developing a skill or a niche, then that's when we can truly become a master in what we do. And that's just through repetition, consistency, and continual practice. I would just be mindful and choosing an educator who claims that they're a specialist in everything because they most likely haven't taken the time and patience to truly invest in developing their skill as a brow artist, for an example, because they've taken so many trainings and are spread too thin doing other things on a daily basis. My areola trainer requires you to have at least three years experience working with a machine or a tattoo pin before she'll even take you on as a student. And the reason being is she's like, you really need to have a solid fundamental knowledge of working on skin and even making mistakes before you even attempt to create a long lasting areola nipple tattoo for a cancer survivor. And that's why she won't take on any beginning artist is because she believes that before you attempt compromised skin that's been through chemotherapy, radiation, and oftentimes multiple reconstructive surgeries, you need to have a solid background in working on skin 
to be able to truly master the craft of providing an amazing areola tattoo that will last for years. And I can respect that. When you look for a trainer, you don't necessarily want to go for the cheapest one. I know everyone has different budgets and working with your first choice may not be available to you right off the bat. But when you think about the lifetime of being an artist and investing in continuing education for many, many more years, it actually may save you more money to invest in a trainer that knows their stuff, specializes in their niche, and has a vast portfolio which tells you that they have a lot of experience. Even if they may be the highest priced trainer out there, it will actually save you money in learning how to do things correctly. So therefore, you're not investing in a $1,000 training, leaving feeling even more confused, and then investing a few more thousand dollars a few months later because you're still not confident in offering the service by yourself. The third thing that I would look for in a trainer, and this involves scalp marker pigmentation, brows, lips, camouflage tattooing, is color theory. Does your trainer go over color theory? The first three trainers that I invested in taught me nothing about color theory. I really had to seek that information out on my own. And to this day, I continue to learn about it because it's one of the most complicated subjects of all permanent makeup and cosmetic tattooing. And then in what I do, which is more stretch marks and scars, everything has to blend in seamlessly into the skin. So unlike brows or lips, I'm not trying to make anything look prominent or to stand out. And so color theory is going to be a little bit different for me. And it's a subject that I still research and order books to learn more on. But I do find it interesting that the first three trainers that trained me on camouflage tattooing just never, never spoke about color theory. And I know that that has to be pretty general throughout the industry, even if you're in the brow industry or even lip blushing, for example. And the reason why color theory is so important is that it will affect the overall healed results. So in my particular industry, if you don't take into consideration someone's undertones and overtones, you could potentially create an off-color healed result that doesn't really blend in with their stretch marks and scars, but rather makes them stand out more. Color theory is an advanced subject. In a lot of trainings, including my own, they're only two or three days long. And so there's not a lot of time to go ever over every little thing. And that's why you're going to want to do continuing education. But you do want to be able to have at least a general idea of why or how to use color theory in whatever niche that you're in. And so when looking for a trainer, you just want to be sure that they are going to cover color theory. Even if it means that you're going to be continuing your own education on your own, it is something that's really important and shouldn't just be brushed over. The fourth thing that you want to look for is whether or not they offer in-person classes or online. Now, for camouflage tattooing, because we're working on compromised skin, I would only suggest you learn the craft 
in person first because the trainer should be looking at the depth in which you are tattooing. If it's the first time you're ever holding a tattoo pin, you need to be able to have that support from an experienced professional to show you how to properly position your pin, your needles, what depth you should be tattooing, how to mix inks, all of that stuff, which I don't think you can really understand via an online course. Now, after you learn how to tattoo in person, then for continuing education, online courses are great. But any time that you're about to learn a brand new skill in tattooing, I would definitely say do it in person first and then supplement your education by online courses to continually evolve your skills. I literally once took an online training from a very well-known artist in the paramedical industry that quote and unquote certified me while eating breakfast. Like I breeze through her course and it was extremely vague and I just couldn't believe that this particular training certified me in an hour. I constantly get messages and DMs from people who other artists have messed up because they again think that camouflage tattooing is really easy online and it's simply a matter of finding an ink bottle that matches someone's skin tone and just tattooing them with that color and there's just so much so much more that goes on beyond that. And it's also the reason why I, at least for now, only offer in-person trainings for my own stretch mark and scar camouflage course. Now, in the future, I might offer webinars for continuing education and master courses. But in the meantime, to learn the fundamentals of camouflage tattooing, it will always, always, always be in person. The fifth thing that I will look for in a training is what kind of support they offer after their training is done. Do they offer a mentorship program? Are they easily accessible? Do they give you their cell phone number or their email address? A lot of trainers out there will tell you that they will give you continuing support, but they aren't very easy to get a hold of, or they simply won't support you after the training is done. So a way that you can investigate this further is by simply reaching out to past students. It's relatively easy to find out who trained with who and to just ask them their honest opinion about the training and what kind of support they get afterwards. Now, for my particular training, we have Facebook groups where we keep our students up to date with any little small tips and tricks that we learn along the way. And every student has my cell phone number and they have my email address. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. I make a point to get a hold of anyone, including clients who reach out within 24 hours or less. And so the long story short is no matter which training program you decide to jump into, you're not going to be a master tattooist in one, two, three, or four days, or even five days. Oftentimes, there's a lot of information to consume during your training, which can seem very overwhelming. Naturally, you're not going to be able to retain all of the information because our brains filter out information as it applies to us. And so hopefully your trainer or educator has a detailed manual or allows you guys to take really detailed notes during the training that you can look back on, but then also is available for that time when you take on your first model or client. And hopefully they're accessible, 
reachable and they're reachable. So when you're nervous, which naturally everyone is a bit nervous and kind of scared, they're available to give you that kind of support to affirm that you're on the right path and or clarify anything that may have been missed or confused after you had trained with them. I also launched an online educational marketing series called PMU Crush Course to help a lot of the students that I have do the sales and marketing part of their business. And that's just something that we include for free for anyone who trains with us. And so you want to be able to look at your trainer and just kind of see and maybe even ask what kind of support they offer after you train. And what does that look like? Because I know some trainers have a timeline, like my Areola trainer, she gives us 10 mentor calls after our training. I know other trainers are available one year or two years after you train with them. And so you just want to be able to kind of see what boundaries they have in place for what support looks like for them and does that align with what you need. And so just to recap, my five tips is number one, you need to be able to see photos and reviews of their business. Number two, you can't be a master of everything. Do they really specialize in this niche? Number three, do they offer color theory? Number four, do they offer in-person courses or online courses? And last, number five, what does support look like after you train with them? Those are the five things that I seriously wished I had known before investing in my first trainer. She wasn't easily accessible after I trained with her. She never went over color theory. She, as an artist to this day, doesn't really continue her education because I have students reach out to me all the time who trained with my first trainer and share that the things that she's training them on... Even her color swatches for skin tones has not changed at all. And so I think as a trainer and educator in the field, it's your responsibility to continue your education so that you provide your students with the most recent updates on any technique. But also because the industry is continually evolving at such a rapid pace, again, it's your responsibility to evolve with the industry. And I know my first trainer, she hasn't. A lot of people regretfully invest in her training. And again, it's not to badmouth her or any other trainer. It's just I don't know a lot of artists or people who are wanting to learn how to do PMU. I don't know that they know what to look for in a trainer. And I have definitely invested in a ton of programs and courses that weren't worth the money, but the risk of that has been minimized now that I've been in the industry long enough to know what to look for. With that being said, all trainings, including myself, have gaps. You're not going to be able to get everything in one training because everyone is so different. And so you have to really figure out what kind of student you are, how you learn best, what works for you, and then seek out a trainer that hits your requirements as best as they can. For example, my Areola trainer, when I went into her training program, it was very much like a master's degree where a lot of it was theory, a lot of it was conversational. There was a manual, but it wasn't super in-depth. Like a lot of the training was just simply theorizing everything that we've learned from our own experiences and how does that apply onto mastectomy scars. And then, of course, you know, I learned a couple of tips and tricks from her as well. But it was very free-flowing, which as a new artist, that would probably be very scary. 
Because I know when I learn something new, I kind of like things to be a little bit more rigid, very, very detailed. I like it to be organized and I really like a standing schedule. I was able to adapt to her teaching style, but not everyone is able to do that. And so one, I think it's really important to understand what type of student you are, how you learn best, and then reach out to whoever you are thinking about training with and just really get a vibe for them. See if you can actually get a hold of them on the phone, talk to them, ask questions, and then decide whether or not you want to invest your money. Even if their training program is amazing, there will still be gaps because you can't teach someone everything you learn over the years in just a few days. All you can do is hopefully give them a solid foundation to begin and then from that point on they have to literally work on real people, real life skid in order to accumulate a lot of the knowledge and experience in between the lines per se. As I tell my students, we practice on foam boards and even if you practice on latex skid, nothing will compare to actually working on real people, especially in camouflage tattooing. Working on different areas of the body will differ in feel, touch, and depth vastly. And so working on someone's surgical scar on their face is going to feel completely different than on their breasts, for example. And that can only be gained and learned once you start taking on clients. Otherwise, I don't know, my training would be like $20,000 if we had to find models for surgical scars on the face, stretch marks on the breast, stretch marks on the thighs, the butt, different ethnicities, different skin types, older clients versus younger clients. I mean, that would be such an in-depth program that it would cost like a lot more than what I charge right now. Knowing what you do with the five things to consider, it will help minimize the risk in choosing the right trainer versus the wrong trainer so that you can get the education that you need to succeed in this industry. If you are interested in camouflage tattooing, by all means, do your research. And I would love for you to consider doing our training course in Gilbert, Arizona. We host them once every other month and they are in person a small intimate group of four or five students i usually always have a couple of students who are experienced artists working on brows or lips and so it's always great to collaborate with other people who are already in the industry even if everyone is learning camouflage tattooing for the first time i also personally call every potential student who fills out an online form on our website to just get a feel for them so that they can also get a feel for me and you can find that at studioconceal.com under the trainings tab. Thanks so much for listening. I have to tell you guys, I have really, really loved doing this podcast. So I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com and I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.